Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm your host, Taylor Karg, marketing content writer at AmericanEagle.com. In this episode, we're presenting to you a webinar session that was presented live during this year's AmericanEagle.com Customer Forum. This forum is a special event exclusively for existing AmericanEagle.com clients looking to learn about the latest web trends, digital marketing, and tips and tricks to improve their overall digital presence. In this episode, we will learn about how to develop a measurement strategy by AmericanEagle.com's analytics expert, Simon Mandel. Welcome to the forum. Is everybody having a good time? Make some noise if good times are being had. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, uh, my name is Simon, and as indicated, I'm gonna be talking to you about analytics and a measurement strategy, how to develop that for your business. And we're gonna speak about things at a high level. This might touch on different organizations in different places. Some of these concepts might seem rudimentary and to some people and very sophisticated to others. What I will promise you is that there's something here for everybody at some level. Well, let's get started. I've been at American Eagle about a year and a half now, and before that I have 20 years experience in online products, analytics, um, software development, and analyzing data sets, mining them for insights and observations. And these are the things we're gonna talk about. We're gonna make a promise. I'm gonna make a promise to you, and you're gonna make a promise to me. We're gonna talk about what is a measurement strategy, why do you need it, what does it do, and the steps it takes to build one for your organization. The promise is by the end of this, you'll know all the critical elements it takes to build one. You'll be able to, we'll walk through it in a couple of different semi-real world scenarios and you'll develop this value and you'll be able to bring it back to your organization. And at the end of this, stick around because I will have a free gift for those who want it. It's going to be a leak finder report that will visualize where traffic is escaping or leaving from your site. But you guys gotta promise me something that you're not gonna let all this information go to your heads and we're gonna, we're gonna keep cool about this. <laughs> okay, so what is the big idea? The big idea is that companies, on average, spend 12% more or less of their budget on overall marketing and the question is always asked, are we getting value for this money? Their spend in these budgets and the website themselves have some kind of cost. So what is the value that we're getting for these things? Where is our uh, dollar being spent and how are we recouping that? What is our return? So what is a measurement strategy? It's the all-encompassing plan that establishes how your business goals are gonna be measured. What's important to your organization? How are we gonna stay on top of that? How are we gonna move those numbers the right way? The only way you can do that is by understanding the measurable goals, KPI, metrics that are gonna support your business objective. Why is this important? Because as Socrates said, the unexamined website is not worth visiting. Socrates said a lot of things about websites, but this is still true today. And really what this means is it's the rising tide that raises all ships. If you understand your data, if you have a measurement strategy, it will improve your search engine optimization. It will improve your content performance. It will improve your marketing channels like paid traffic and email. If you don't observe these things, you cannot improve them. You must develop a measurement strategy to decide what's important and how to set up the right data tracking to capture it. 
And it's gonna do these things for your business. It's gonna define company objectives. It's going to provide a roadmap ahead for marketing. It's going to lay the groundwork for some front end development in order to capture this data. And it's going to assist with improvements. So it's gonna to touch on development, it's gonna to touch on marketing, it's gonna to touch on strategy. This is why you need these things to help affect these parts of your organization. So it's the start, it's the start of your analytics process is your measurement strategy. And without it, how can you ensure success across the things that you are going to measure? So how to build one? Well, we're gonna take a little walk around the block and we're gonna look at a couple of people here, Larry Legion and LE Commerce. So they both run a website or they're both working on an online position, but they have different objectives. And we're gonna see how those business objectives for each of these individuals will lead to the goals that are significant to their roles. And then we'll identify some KPIs that support those goals that ultimately support that business objective. Okay, so these five steps, what are they? Well, the first one is to defining this overall business objective or why do you have a website? Now, this seems like a very rudimentary or simple question and easy to connect for a lot of people, but not everybody has a very clear or direct answer to this. Some people uh, may answer it has to do with brand reach or about a place where customers can get information. But the truth is, is that as we said, like the website is an expense, it, it involves a budget and we need to have a reason for it. And it's likely to do one of some combination of these things. You're either moving a product, you want somebody to pull out a credit card and make a transaction. Or potentially you want to attract eyeballs so that you can sell placements for ad revenue. This is a, a media content site. Potentially you wanna create a relationship with customers. There's a form on your site somewhere that you want people to fill out. So basically they're raising their hand and saying, I'm interested in your products or your services. I'm giving you my information so that someone from your team can connect to me. And then the last example here is a, a platform for software. It's where people can come maybe via some subscription or some membership and they can use your software via the website. But it's gotta connect to something here. The website drives positive business impact across something represented here. So for our examples, Larry and L, Larry's business objective for the website is to have a positive impact on customer acquisition. It has to support that. Uh, has to make that customer acquisition process easier, more efficient, less costly. And L, for her e-commerce site, it needs to make a positive revenue impact on the business. It needs to generate more revenue than it takes for to keep it going. So step two, goals. What are the goals that are going to support these business objectives? Now these can be somewhat abstract or concrete, but they should be actionable measurable, easy to understand. They shouldn't overcomplicate things. They should be very direct. And in the examples that I'm supporting here, we want to reach new audiences. We want to increase repeat purchases or grow an email list. We have some number that we can apply to these things and some way to evaluate them moving forward. So getting back to our example, Larry, who wants to have a positive impact on customer acquisition, He's looking to increase the volume of leads via the online form. This is 
If he can increase that volume of leads, if he can move that number, that's going to have a positive impact. You know, generate more leads, potentially creating more customers. And over on Elle's side, she's looking to drive revenue via paid subscriptions. There's an opportunity on her site for somebody to pull out a credit card or make a purchase um, that allows them to uh, get active to their uh, uh, access to their information or their software. So then KPIs. KPIs is short for Key Performance Indicators. It's a very common acronym. And really what it is is uh, these are the digital outcomes that gauge success against your goals. So this is where we can actually get into that um, analytics layer and begin to isolate the particular number, the thing that we're tracking, and then begin to associate that to the goal that's supporting the business objective. So for, for Larry, how is he going to increase lead volume? He's thinking about reduce, uh, he's looking at the abandonment rate in that form. He's thinking about how many people start that form and then leave. That's going to be a critical KPI for Larry to focus on. He's also thinking about what is the cost to generate those leads. That's gonna be another KPI where if he can affect that, it's gonna have uh, a positive impact on customer acquisition. Over on uh, L side, she's looking at percent of new users as well as application starts as examples that might indicate these things. If, if she can move the needle on these things, it's going to have an overreaching positive impact on driving paid subscriptions and therefore having a positive impact on the business overall. So then we're gonna set some benchmarks. So we've identified our KPI that's supporting our goals, that's supporting our business objectives, but what are our benchmarks? What is the right number to have? I get this question a lot. Um, I share we'll, a report that will surface somebody's bounce rate. And it says the bounce rate for your website over the past 12 months has been on average 65%. And the question always surfaces, is that a good bounce rate? What should my bounce rate be at? There are different ways to answer this question. Obviously a high bounce rate, 80 or plus, not good, not a good sign. It could be an indication of a number of different things, but what I'm trying to communicate here is that if we have historical data that already exists in your data set, in your metrics, around what you're getting for these critical KPIs, take a look at that historical performance, identify what is the normal fluctuation or seasonal range around those KPIs, and then begin to identify an incremental path forward to improve them. If this historical data does not exist, then yes, I would encourage you to go into what's out there in the industry around benchmarks for these things. Those may or may not be accessible to you. You may not be able to look at your neighbor's paper and see what score they're getting and then be able to define what is a good score for you. But take a look at what you're able to achieve with your systems and then look for incremental improvements there. So coming back to our examples, although it might be a little hard to see, Larry, he's looking to reduce form abandonment by 10%, and he's looking to reduce the overall cost per lead by 5%. He set some initial benchmarks, and he's going to target these things. What might not be observed here is over a period of time. He's looking to make this change over the next month, six months, or a year. That would depend on the KPI, the metric, as well as the team and the initiatives that you have to drive the change. Over on L side, she's looking to push new subscribers and application starts, and she set a benchmark of improving those by 10 and 15% respectively. 
These are our examples, but this is what you want to surface to develop your measurement strategy to ensure that things are pushing and continually addressing the inertia in the right direction. So once we have our benchmarks, now what we can do is slice and dice. We can create some segments. So segmentation is really a way for you to focus into the, the traffic reporting to get a more clear understanding of how people are behaving across different kinds of groups. It's a bit of a science, it's a bit of a, an art form as well for some, but I'll show you some examples of how we can materialize that for each of our individuals here. So for Larry, he's looking to have a positive impact on customer acquisition, as we said, and how he's segmenting his data here is based off of the channel that's driving them. So these are common channels that drive traffic to websites, either via paid search or organic traffic, either direct to the website or some email campaign. So Larry's gonna look at these KPI and how these KPI for form abandonment and, and cost per lead, how those are different across these segments. And this is gonna help him understand the intent of the user at this time, if they come from this channel, depending on how they perform with these KPI. And we be can begin to identify who is more motivated, who is less motivated? Who can we encourage with a nudge? Who is gonna require more nurturing to get them to convert or to have the positive impact that we want? And then over on Elle's side, she's segmented by device category. So we can see she's looking at desktop, mobile, and tablet traffic and how they're performing differently for her specific KPI. And now we're being not only understand how we want the whole website to move, but how we want certain cohorts, certain segments, certain groups, how we want them to move. And we can target them, we can focus on them, and we can be much more effective that way. The other thing I want to uh, communicate here is that these things are not in a silo, but likely Elle will have multiple goals across her business objectives, and each of those goals are likely to have unique KPIs that support each of them. So it's not one silo, but it's a landscape for your measurement strategy, and you can go to different areas of your website and begin to identify, oh, this is an area where we're looking to achieve this with our customer, where we are looking to move transactions, but this might be an area of our website where we are looking for more customer relationship development, in which case you're likely to have multiple goals and support multiple KPIs for your measurement strategy. All right, now secret step six. Now that you have all this information, go out there and make data-driven decisions that are gonna propel your business forward. Look at this data now, allow it to provoke the right kinds of questions about who is doing what and why. And this will help you to prioritize the changes that you need to make to your website that will actually drive you towards those business objectives. Now I did promise a free gift and I would like to ask you, what if you could find out where traffic is leaving your site most? The free gift I would like to offer you is our Leak Finder uh, report. This is a Google Data Studio report that plugs into your Google Analytics. And with it, uh, it's got a couple of pages and a number of tables. Uh, with it, it, it allows you to drill down in your traffic through several different segments and several different kinds of groups, either new or returning, or by device segment, or by the channels that we saw and it surfaces uh, little flags and key data points around the bounce rate and engagement rates or conversion rates for each of these different segments that you can drill down into. A little detail here showing the device category and where we can see the bounce rates 
are different for each of those and where conversion rates are different for each of those. So from here, you could drill down and begin to see, oh, who's the underperforming segment? And, and if we slice that even further by channel, what can we learn there? Oh, it's mobile traffic that's coming via email that's underperforming. This is the leak finder. And if you'd like a, a link to it or need any kind of support in getting this leak finder set up for your website, please reach out and we'd be happy to set up time so that we can help you out with that. And if you are looking to help with any other things, like what's up here, like a analytics audit for your Google Analytics to ensure that you are tracking things correctly, that you are in compliance with all of your data collection, we can help you with Google Analytics setup, tag management support, tracking, which helps to track events, and ultimately developing your measurement strategies, and we can uh, visualize those in a number of different dashboards that we can set up for you. And with that, I will say thank you very much for your time, and uh, have a great rest of your day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Modern Marketing Messages. For more information about the topics discussed today, check out the description of this episode. If you like this episode, follow this podcast wherever you listen to them to stay up to date with us. And while you're at it, give us a rating and share this podcast with others as well. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Modern Marketing Messages. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. I'm Taylor Card, and I'll be back with another Modern Marketing Message.